Yeah. Okay, we're live in the council. Rookie, did you watch the fall of Minneapolis? Not yet. Okay, then you can't comment today because you didn't watch it. Damn, that's all, all right. I would have to say was I haven't watched it and I wouldn't have to say anything. <laughs> if I'd have known well, that. No, but I think in order to comment, you Dang it, that's seen. all we had to do? Damn it. <laughs> Rookie's up. the only one smart enough. Yeah, I screwed up. Been nope, I hadn't, hadn't seen it. That, yeah, I don't know what you guys are talking about. We're on the council. We can't talk about it at home because there's a lot of differing opinions. A lot of opinions. A lot of. So, oh, yes, good. A lot of opinions. A little, a little curlier toes. Not in a good way. Did, uh, well, never mind. I'll look yep. it up. I'll look it up. I also think. I guess we're prebling. Yeah, we don't need to. We don't need to do practicing. this. Let's talk about the football game instead. Well, both teams were reduced to their backup <gasps> quarterbacks. Boy, did you see Royce's tweet? That actually no. was good, though. No. That was a do good you game. guy? Oh, I I need Kenny for this. To I shit. didn't know we had Bethard as a Viking. You mean Browning or whatever? Brown, Browning, mean. yeah, Browning, Browning, Browner, Joey. Yeah, Mitch. Mitch. <clears throat> he was a Husky, Washington. Good for him. Yep. I need, oh, darn it. Royce um, issued a tweet. Well, first of all, when we got done with Monday Night Sports Talk, yes. about 20 minutes later, he's always got to call me to to recap something that I may have <laughs> missed, right? Oh, God. So he calls me. He said, do you believe this dumb over here? I said, what? He's never been to a meat raffle. How is that even possible? <laughs> We broke down meat raffles on Monday night. Joe has never Joe's never been to a meat raffle. Royce felt that it was important to tweet that. Yes. I saw that. Yes. He That's tweeted funny. that I've never been to a meat raffle. And you said, I'd have a tough time bringing home meat from a bar. That's right. Yeah. I, I would. Rookie, have you ever brought home meat from a meat raffle? Oh, you're I talking to the times. king. Several times. The really? king. Well, meat no, you might be fun. the you might be the second in line because I I bet Kenny. Probably is the king of the meat raffle. Uh, nope, never been. Uh, really? He's never been to one. Oh, I would have had heavy money on he you. He just I've, goes out and shoots his meat. That's I've true. Been, As recently. I've right. been at them, but I have not been uh, a participant. You guys remember our gal, Melly. Yeah. Which one? She Girl was in promotions. The one with the funny jaw? No. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Can you be nice for once? Yeah. Well, so a lovely girl. I, I was with her and a couple other people, and we were in attendance. She won a a, a hundred dollar thing of prime rib. At, wow! As recently as <laughs> BFD. Have you ever been to a smelt fry, Joe? As recently no. as two months ago, I was at a meat raffle. Where? At the American Legion in St. Paul Park. Oh, Joe, have you ever been to a Legion? I'm getting meat. Have no, you ever been to a Legion? I have. Legion's rock. On a couple one, of games. The one in St. Paul Park. Did you spin the wheel at that they, one? Is no, that they you... hired a uh, chef from, I don't know, one of the local uh, restaurants. Probably Blue Plate Restaurant Company. Have you uh, ever ordered or bought a pull tab, Joe? Yes. No, well, look. I mean. Emily loves to have her birthday at Mancini's, and that costs me uh, a fortune because I give the money to the kids, ah, and they not, go buy the pull tabs. That's not a legion, Mancini's. No. That doesn't qualify as. We got to well, get I've you. I've never bought a pull tab at a legion. We got to get you to a meat raffle. I think that'd be fun. Well, you know what? That ain't going to happen. Are you a, are you a <laughs> communist? Yeah. 
You are not an American. You're an American hater. No, I'm a Bulgarian. <laughs> you Bulgarian? American hater. Look at that. Uh, that uh, that guy's an American hater. American hater. <laughs> it's hard to disagree. It's hard to disagree, Joe. You know what, Joe? I'm not mad. I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> well, that hurts. That's the worst. Rook, is everything off out there? Yeah. Did you turn the heat back up? Yeah. Why? All the way up. It was so cold. No, I out there, it's I cold. I didn't touch it. I'm kidding. Oh, okay. I, we got to do something. But it's I can't. Ma- uh, what's his name? Chris? Chrissy? I don't want to have to put my jacket on. Joe, I'm sweating. It's so hot. Well, here. that's because you have like too I'm much body fat. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Good Lord. Too much body fat. Actually, I'm down a little bit. <laughs> um, okay, I can get rid of that. What time is it? Time to get time, a new watch. Time for you to get a watch, yeah. Um Ba-ba-ba-ba. Okay, I got that queued up and we are ready to rock. Almost ready to rock. You know that Carrie and Kamala Harris took separate planes to the climate conference? Well, yeah, one of them probably wanted to leave early. You know that Carrie, in the middle of a soliloquy, ripped a loud one? It's all Ooh. over the Daily Mail and New York Post. Yeah. Good. Just dropped a big one right in the middle of the whole like deal. An LBG? You LBG, can't really yep. hear it that good. It's not worth playing. But he, you can hear it, but it's not, you know. And you can smell it. We're gonna we're gonna uh, <clears throat> mitigate our uh, we're gonna rein in our sophomoric behavior um, and not play. How are you gonna How are you gonna talk about this? Oh, I'll um, get to it, Kenny. I can't no, wait. Uh, no, I mean, are we gonna just bounce around Jump and into it. spew oh. our opinions about different portions, or can we work our way through it uh, the way it was? Work, we can work our way through it the way it was presented to us. I have preliminary remarks, and then we can work our way through it. Preliminary. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to start with just the, the first twenty minutes where they showed, you know, what went down. We're going to briefly start with a quiz that I want to give you all about the climate conference in the desert over there. It won't take long, and if you're on your toes, you should all get the correct answer. If you're on your toes, if you're on your toes, but I'm sitting. Uh, I'm on my ass, and um, like I said, I watched it three times. All right. So. How, about, how about if you're on your game, you okay. should you should get this. Okay. What is the game? <laughs> Turning my phone off for the game. Everybody play the game. Off for the game. You got so. Look at me, Rook. You got to fix it. You look like every time you look at me, you look like Stephen Brule. No, it would be like this. <laughs> Who's Stephen Brule? Doctor. Doctor Stephen Brule. Stephen Brule. The Brote safety. Oh, Christ. Well, look at his glasses. Look at him. <laughs> That's what he like looks like. John C. Riley? Yeah. yeah, like I'm looking for the camera. Okay. Are you ready, Everybody's sir? Everybody's got their ads. Everybody's cool. Well, let's I get to get a cool. I just need a maple grove out of you today. Rook, I need a sound story. 
Zero res and Masonic today. Oh, did you record a sound story? Not yet. I need it for the for the show today. Oh, okay. I'll do it after. Okay. Can you send it to me as an MP3? I have to record it in here. I can't from that's that fine. Studio. No, actually, if you did it in here, that'd be better. <clears throat> we'll do it after the show. All right, let's have some fun. Yes. Sound story zero res and what Masonic? Masonic. So same as yesterday. You ready, Joe? I am. Rolling. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1204, December 5th, 2023. 63 degrees on this day in 2001, and 14 below on this day in 1873. Hail the flashlight, King! And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. I have a brief test for you fellows. To see if you're on your game, it's regarding the uh, Global Climate Summit uh, held over there in the desert in Dubai, United Arab Emirates, where they air condition the desert. That's a was a great place to have a conference. <laughs> uh, and one of the uh, one of the always available sultans piped up. Uh, one of the hosts. With some wisdom. Well, he's a sultan, not the sultan of swing. He's the sultan uh, uh, al-Jabbar, Jabber, the Emirati oil executive who was leading the conference. Okay. He, he was your host. And God love him. He's now my friend. He, he launched into an angry public defense of his position where he wants to not end the use of fossil fuels. He's got an interest. Okay, I mean, I think he has an obvious conflict there, right. but that's that's fine with me. Uh, the climate experts convened by the UN, the all important UN. So you got just a was a gathering of phonies because none of them walk the walk or talk the right. talk. They're just a gathering of phonies, and they're all over there wringing their hands about uh, really what they want is control of the world. This has nothing to do with what the temperature is supposed to be. But Al Jabber, who is supposed to be guiding the nearly 200 nations gathered towards an ambitious plan to tackle global warming, framed things differently two weeks ago, as reported Sunday by The Guardian. He said, there is no science out there or no scenario out there that says the phase-out of fossil fuel is what's going to achieve the one5 that means the degrees below industrial level. Al Jabber said during a panel discussion called She Changes Climate that featured Mary Robinson, the former president of Ireland, who is now a, prima, a, 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 a prominent climate advocate. Okay. Let me just cut to the chase. Here's what Jabber said. 
Please help me. Show me a roadmap for a phase-out of fossil fuels that will allow for a sustainable socioeconomic development, unless you want to take the world back into caves, he told the panel. Wow. His remarks set off a firestorm at the climate talks. What did the people in the room do? That's your quiz. Um, set off a firestorm. They heard his remarks, and they said what? Come on, are you a cli climate denier? No, no, are you on your game? They wouldn't have. They applauded. all did what? They, they all, all did agreed. what? They all agreed. They all did what? <gasps> they had the gasp. They had the. They harumphed. Oh, they all harumphed. Really? Harumph, 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 harumph. harumph. They harumphed because I was going to ask a question. If if this was the case, then why was he the host? I wonder. Uh, I don't diversity, equity, and inclusion. Okay, all right. uh, <laughs> sure. I, I don't know. They were aghast. Harumphed. They harumphed. Huh. It was a clear example of harumphing. I didn't get a harumph out of that guy over there. That's right. That's what they say. Netherlands, you didn't harumph. So bleep Water. all of you people in the UN climate person people deal. The hell with you. You morons, you phonies, <laughs> you frauds. We had an assignment as GLers. So the harumphing. Were they in agreement with him then? Is no, they saying? were. They were harumphing in opposition to you him. You can only harumph if you're opposed. Correct. That's right. I think harumphing is an opposition. Mm. Okay, that's what device. I thought. In, in the movie, sure. it's it's an agreement. See, that's what yeah, I thought. That's what to, to agree me. with the governor. Well, yeah. I would love to believe they were harumphing in agreement, but I I can't make myself believe that. Well, one minute, of us has we, to actually Google. I'm doing what, it right now. What does harumph <laughs> mean? <laughs> it means harumph. Okay. They should have sneezed and gone. Yes! Like harumph. Yeah. Those days. Oh, exactly, harumph. Rook. I didn't want to say it. Harumph. 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 To clear the throat audibly in a self-important manner, to <laughs> express <laughs> oneself gruffly. That is according to dictionary.com. Uh, that's what they harumph. did. They harumphed. Harumph. <laughs> harumph. They found themselves. I, who said the word aghast? I you? Oh, yeah, rookie, rookie well, you, you're right. They were aghast yeah. and they harumphed. Because the harumph. sultan, the sultan of swing was telling them, hey, hey. Don't be cutting into my taste well, here. You know, I pump wanna, oil. I pump a lot of tain. Don't you kind of want to do what the Sultan <laughs> wants, me? though? I'm doing whatever the Sultan tells Otherwise, me if I'm in the Sultan's you're country. You're out of the camel's tent. Well, no. You're in the Sultan's country, and they got those guys with the huge swords. Yes, I'm, I'm in the Sultan's camp. Dust everywhere. I'm going to get the musician, oh. though. Oh, there That's what I did of Sultan's swing. Tune that up Aroma. a little bit there. That I don't like sword. We call those bins. Uh -huh. They don't give a damn about the uh, We we were given an assignment. We self gave it to watch the fall of Minneapolis in its entirety. Rookie, you're still catching up. I like to give my opinion, though. You can't. Uh, you I didn't see it. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, it's very well done. It's revealing. It's disturbing. And my biggest takeaway would be my continuing disbelief that Fry is the mayor of Minneapolis and Walls is the governor of Minnesota. Their behavior was despicable uh, concerning, for example, 
surrendering the third precinct. And as the ongoing evidence of their inability to be men, their inability to have any character whatsoever, any moral or ethical integrity, they continue to demonstrate their weakness by not rebuilding the third precinct and instead taking more of the taxpayers' money to build a different third precinct when it would make a great, great statement for civility to go back to the existing third precinct building and say, we are not going to let this building fall as we once did. It's back in action. This is where third precinct officers will work out of. And if you don't like that, that's too bleeping bad. That's what needs to be said. That will not be said. I have no hope after watching this that either Fry or Walls will ever again say anything truthful or meaningful about anything in life. Uh, that's my takeaway. Uh, I can take it even further. I wish you would. Uh, sedition. Yeah. Uh, I had to actually look it up. And as far as I'm concerned, they're guilty of it. Conduct, conduct or speech inciting people to rebel against the authority of a state or monarch. If you go back and look at their speeches, and uh, and a couple of them are included in this movie, they're clearly encouraging the rioting. Not only do they agree with it, but they think it's almost blessed from on high that if you were a rioter and a protester, you did the right thing. Walls used the words righteous anger. But when you watch the film and you take a cold, hard, sober look at what happened, you would have to say, righteous about what? Was burning down every single convenience store in South Minneapolis, was that righteous? Was looting and burning down all of Lake Street, from the river all the way over to Calhoun, was that righteous? Of course not. <clears throat> and we... the riot, the riot was much worse. You know, your memory get shady even after three years but the riot was much worse than most people remember much worse worse than what the national level media promoted to the rest of the country well they were promoting peaceful protests mostly mostly peaceful there there was nothing peaceful about it the right uh, the uh, officers of the third precinct were running for their lives physically running what do, you, what do you want to show me? Would Chris? you like to hear, thanks to Kenny Olson, would you like to hear from the governor? Sure. Our heart and our solidarity are with folks who understand what happened Monday night to George Floyd. Um, the vast majority of people that have come together have been doing so peacefully. Peaceful protest overnight in the Twin Cities. Uh, several dozen arrests peaceful. at the state capitol. But that entire time, they've been very peaceful. The crowd continues to be peaceful. They were peaceful. Minneapolis police officer uh, Al Williams. We were dodging water balls, uh, water bottles, bricks, Roman candles, anything they could get their hands on. 
Well, and of course, the film documents extensively what led to this, and that's the arrest of George Floyd, who attempted to pass off a phony $20 bill inside Cup's supermarket. And uh, as you look back, you know, if the cops had it to do over again, would they have even responded to a guy trying to pass a $20 bill? It'd take them a while to get there, you'd think. But at that time, they had a full complement of officers. You presumably had the manpower to respond to such a thing. But you 882 learned, officers yeah. at the time. But you learned that this was more on more than one occasion at that specific Cup Foods location, where this guy kept calling and calling because this kept happening at his store. And what they found was a completely incorrigible fellow uh, making no sense babbling childishly, uh, absolutely disobedient in every possible way. Crying, lying. Lying, crying, carrying on, jabbering in ways that the uh, Lang and uh, the other guy didn't. They and they were pretty good. They, they didn't roughhouse this guy. They didn't. And had it just been. At least this is my opinion. Had it just been the phony $20 bill, I do believe they would have just let him go on his way. But he was obviously not sober. He was behind the wheel of a vehicle, and he was completely um, out of sorts. Well, and it, not- got, it got to the point where they, I, I would imagine, have said to themselves, we can't possibly let this fellow drive. No. Heavens no. The other fellow that you referenced, by the way, I think his last name is pronounced King, King although it's yeah. spelled K-E-U-M. Right. It's King. It's King. Uh, and he's a black guy. Yeah. And he's the officer that was with GF the longest. He was there for 19 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see them. Uh, well, and then ultimately uh, Chauvin arrives on the scene and... Uh, you get the uh, the knee on the neck, only to later learn the knee was not, not on any part of the structural neck, meaning arteries, apparently. And that's a tough thing, you know. Once you once you see the knee on the neck, you can't unsee it. Just like once you see what really happened with the riots, you can't unsee that. With, with the neck thing, Joe, it, it was very interesting. Because from the angle shot by uh, shot by the uh, standing the people standing by a gal I think and she put it on Facebook, it clearly looks like Derek's knee is on his neck. But if you roll the uh, officer worn uh, body camera footage right next to it side by side, which they do, you can see that the knee is clearly not on his neck. Like we said, it's on his shoulder blade, mm-hmm. and he's doing a move that was taught to him and all of the officers in uh, the Minneapolis Police Department. It, it was an approved method of subduing unruly suspects. But this goes back to something I've been wrestling with, and that is the political... I can't say the word politicalization, politicalization, the politic. Yep. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Making this, making this instantly political. And I mean, instantly. Yes. uh, 
suggest to me that it didn't have to be Floyd that day. It could have been Jim Smith the next day. There was some, there was a, this lit a fuse. Something was ready to blow. Something was ready to blow in this town. Because that, that rioting and that instant politicking, uh, it had to have a foundation that was simmering somewhere. And instantly this, this happened to be the catalyst. Like I say, it could have been any, it could have been anything could have been a catalyst anywhere. This happened to be the catalyst almost as though it was something people were waiting for. Well, it was something I think that the entire country had seen over and over again, particularly with black victims, men and women um, that had been, killed by police officers and when you're a black victim and you've been killed by a police officer i think it probably i'm not sure i'm probably speaking out of turn here i think it gets more press than it would if it was a white guy i don't know absolutely no it does it does the one thing that stood out to me and i said this the day after the video came out because i watched i believe the first 40 minutes when the day it came out and i said this to you guys the next day the only thing that really stood out to me, though, was the first, whatever it is, 19, 20 minutes of the, of the is it King and the other officers' interaction with Floyd was civil. They were trying their damnedest to, to go over the top to be accommodating to him and just trying to get him in the back of the squad car. But I will say this about Chauvin. The second he arrives on the scene with Tao, I believe is who he arrived on the scene with, he just gave the impression to me, specifically anyway, that he wasn't trying to de-escalate the situation. That's the impression I got from watching the video. It was instantly, all right, I need to get this guy. And you know what I'm saying? I, I didn't well, feel like he was trying to de-escalate. To me, he looked like a robot following rules in the book and what he was trained. It, it didn't appear that he was trying to escalate the situation. No, but I he, didn't hear him using language or um, saying, you know, saying anything violent towards jo- uh, George. I think he just stepped in, took over let his training do do the work that's what i got from watching the movie and they were they they were they had been trying to handle this large unwieldy fellow who refused any any effort at all to comply everything never now, he just was a babbling babbling mess yeah, and, just, here, and here comes okay. I've had we're having enough of this now, and then he's put on the yeah, ground, and boom. Yeah. Okay. And he was asked several times by a couple of officers, "What are you on?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was definitely completely. Yeah. yeah, he was out of it. Yeah. How yeah. come did Minneapolis have a policy in place at the time that they would not release body cam footage? Because I truly believe if body cam footage would have been released right away. A lot of this would be different. Well, I think if this movie came out in <clears throat> August of when was the last election? November of twenty-two. When did Walls get reelected? Yeah, 22. November of twenty-two. Yep. If this movie had come out in August of twenty-two, I would like to think Walls would not have been reelected, nor would Fry. But I'm saying the body cam footage should have been released before the end of the week. Yeah, um, almost right away when they saw what was happening with the rioting and the protesting, 
and still they didn't release it. And if I remember right, it was not included in the trial. I think the argument could be made that Chauvin did not get a fair trial. Uh, in the middle of the trial, it was announced with great ceremony that the city had given Floyd's family $27 million. You got this always available crump lawyer crowing about that victory. Then you've got a courthouse surrounded by barbed wire and concrete barriers. Uh, what what was, and then... Didn't we say that too at the time on the show? Yeah. That how was he supposed to get a fair trial? So here? this was... Uh, this was uh, absolutely the fall of Minneapolis and absolutely a turning point, uh, not only in Minneapolis, but in the country. And, and I, I, you know, you have, to, it, it was made by Liz Collin, who was the wife of a police officer. I suppose you could say that if Keith Ellison made this movie, A, it would not be called The Fall of Minneapolis, and B, it would have shown a completely different, I don't right. know how he could have edited out the truth, but there would have been an effort to edit out, edit out the truth because many people started lying instantly, instantly lying. And this just happened. I don't think, uh, I, I, if, if, if Chauvin had been humanized by his lawyer, which, which he was not, and if he had been, he should have testified, which he did not. I still don't think he would have been off. I still think he, he he was found guilty from the moment of that night outside cops, outside cups. He was guilty. His own police chief lied under oath, mm -hmm. as did Inspector Blackwell, about the use of MRT. Mm -hmm. The um, uh, what is the restraint? Uh, the maximal Max. restraint technique, RMT. And Aaron Dotto actually said under oath that it's not in the book and we don't use it, um, as did Inspector Blackwell. Judge Cahill did not allow training manual photos of MRT in court. He did not allow anything regarding the MRT method or the miscommunication between HCMC and MFD and evidence during the trial. It seemed to me that Judge Cahill was working for the prosecution. It seemed to me that... The turning point we also saw was that justice in a situation like this will favor political identity as opposed to facts, rules, regulations, manuals, testimony, evidence. All of that seemed to have been blown aside by the fact that a white cop was on the was on top of a black guy on the pavement. And then you have national figures like Sharpton, Don Lemon, Camilla. They couldn't get to town fast enough. Pelosi. They're all spewing lies and BS regarding the case right away, instantly, Instant. right away. That's, Even Biden did, if I remember right. What was simmering in this town? I've asked that question before. I think I've asked Liz that question. What was simmering in this town? Uh, I, I, if it was a history of such... <laughs> Terrible police abuse. Wouldn't the wouldn't the explosion have happened long ago? What the hell was going on that this instantly created a volcanic eruption? Well, we were all under lock and key and told we couldn't leave our homes, you know, or because go to of our COVID. grandparents' funerals. 
Or, yeah, you know, that, entire, so you you think that the COVID environment had a role 100%, in this? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I think it opened up the doors for the rioting. Yeah. Because at the time of the rioting was as was about the height of being masked up and oh, yeah. social distancing. It was three months in. That was about the height the height of it. It was three months in because we went into lockdown in March of 2020. But the faulty leadership in the state starts with the governor, and it went right down to the police chief. Yep. I, I mean, what the rank and file police officers were told to do and how to conduct themselves during those three four days of riots. That, that that they were being run by the criminally insane. To take my mind off this, I've started exploring Morgan three-wheelers. Morgan is a British car manufacturer, still handmade, and they make three-wheelers. And then I thought, well, wait a minute. Get out to EcoFun and check out the Vanderhall Roadster, which is a three-wheeler. Did you and say Morgan? I'm Morgan. No, not you? that kind oh, of Morgan. Oh, oh, Did you say cars. Morgan? Did and, you say and, Morgan? At EcoFun, among other things, they have the Vanderhall Roaster. Now that what I got to do is find out, are you mixing and matching that in your Christmas sale? If I buy a, uh, if I buy an electric bike, can I get half off a Vanderhall Roadster? Because I'm there. I'm there today. I'm there today. They got the mix and match Christmas sale going on at EcoFun in Forest Lake and Burnsville. All electric bikes in stock. You buy one, get 50% off the next. Uh, youth ATVs, Bintelli scooters, SYX youth dirt bikes in stock. This is a great time to load up for Christmas because you buy now and you tell them you're a GLer. Right. You have to be a GLer. You say, hey, I'm a GLer. Then you get winter storage on your purchase. You don't have to bring it home now. They'll just take care okay. of it for you okay. until spring. They also have great snow removal equipment. ATVs with 50-inch snow blades starting at $59.99, side-by-sides with 60-inch plows. Great, great Christmas sale at EcoFund. And in addition, when you mention GL when you're buying a vehicle before Christmas, you're going to throw a little ham at you. Huh. Okay. A Grunhofer's 10-pound double-smoked ham from Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. It's EcoFund Motorsports. Com. EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake, immediately west of 35 on Highway 97, and in Burnsville on the Service Road of Life near County Road 42. I have the fry part queued up, Ken, um, but we ran really long in that first segment we can come back to it if you'd like i don't care what you use i was just giving you the opportunity gotcha. to use them okay i mean if they fit into the natural discussion fine if they don't fine cool but that part i think is worth playing because it just does expose how much of a fraud he is okay rook yeah. I'll take one from you here. All right. Let me pull up. <clears throat> I didn't care for that judge after watching this. He's a fraud. Okay. He's a prosecutor in Hennepin County for a long time, right? Yep. <clears throat> okay. It makes you it makes you think Ready. that 
you'd hate to be the victim of law enforcement. You don't want to be in the throes of the judicial system. I, I don't trust any of them. On any level, and any, anywhere, anyhow, anything. <clears throat> Stay clean is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Rolling. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. If I can quote the man whose eagle's wing I've been nesting under the last 30 years, he once said in his life, stay clean. <laughs> I think he was talking about zero res and the carpets. in. That's your what home. I heard. That's what I gathered. I forget when he said it, uh, what, how prophetic it was, but stay clean with zero res. This is according to Joe Souchere. Tis the season to be jolly, and nothing makes you happier than a clean home especially when it's done right by a professional. Zero res. When I have used zero res, they come out, they get in, they get out, you have clean carpets, and you got air ducts that are clean. It's just that simple. If you have spills left over from Thanksgiving and you want to get rid of them before Christmas Eve, get in touch with zero res. Get your home ready for the holidays. Tis the season. And you want some history? I want you to check out the 4.9 rating on Google, 17,000 reviews. The Zero Res Gotta Love It guarantee makes it easy to get what you pay for. Zero Res, they stand behind every cleaning. Go ahead and get it clean right now with Zero Res. Ask for the GL special, the rookie special, three rooms, Zero Resified, starting at $129. Don't forget where dirt and dander hide in your air ducts this month. Take 75 bucks off when you get your air ducts Zero Res clean. Call right now. Here's the number, 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. Go online to ZeroResMinnesota.com and say you want the rookie and the Garage Logic special. You got to say our name to get it. Spell it forwards or backwards. It's spelled the same. Stay clean with ZeroRes. Joe? What? Stay clean. Ben Crump is a liar. He said George Floyd was a healthy young man. He was not Dr. healthy at all. Dr. Michael Baden, the independent pathologist hired by the Floyd family to do the independent autopsy, he's a liar. He said Mr. Floyd had no underlying medical problems that caused or contributed to his death, which is the opposite conclusion drawn by the original autopsy that was conducted 12 hours after his death by a guy named Dr. Baker. You know what his arteries were? 75. Yeah, 75% clogged. To me, there's a cloud that hangs over the whole George Floyd episode. That's a dreadful, dreadful cloud. And that is that people like Walls and Fry, who have spent their career treating black people poorly hmm. uh, by making them less than, are capable of not expecting from our black brothers and sisters as our neighbors and our fellow citizens the same behavior that the rest of us are expected to be demonstrating. And that's why uh, Walls could come up with, he believes they were protesting in righteous anger. They were quick to assume that Patriarchy, for example, played a role in this, that it's just completely unfair, no matter what the circumstances are, no matter what the evidence is, 
it's just not right that a white policeman should have been involved in the arrest and what ultimately became the death of a black victim. And that you can't run a country that way, much less a state. Or you can't run a state that way, much less the country. Because what disappears under this cloud is the expectation of, of civil propriety. What disappears under this is apparently the belief that there will be two sets of rules. Mm-hmm. One, one for you and, and one for George Floyd. And we're all in this together. We're all supposed to be following the same set of rules, regulations. We're all supposed to be the subject of evidence presented. None of that happened. And it's because of... Who are they afraid of? Who, who, and they're not afraid. They're not afraid. They have built their career on this horrible pandering and this, this belief that they... They owe, they, they have a belief that, that, that the black citizens are disenfranchised and they're making it up uh, as they go along. And one of the ways they make it up is they come to a situation where the law is involved and the law can't possibly be used because that, that's not fair. But my memory of at the time, um, it, it seemed like Fry and Walls particularly were talking to white people. Because if you remember right, uh, the protesters chased um, Fry around town. They showed up as an apartment building. Every time he tried to show up at, at, a, at a protest, they chased him away. They, they really uh, razzed him and gave him the dickens. They so. booed him he off wa- the stage when he was wearing his mom jeans. Because he yeah. wasn't doing enough. Oh, to be I thought pandering. it was because he wasn't. Um, do, you, do you have a clip of, of Fry? I do. This is him uh, at the... At the funeral of George Floyd. Oh God! Where oh, he's Jesus. where he's sobbing and shaking. <sighs> hanging up the black. It started with the uh, the tragic and senseless murder of George Floyd, and it extended through the week of uh, righteous anger being expressed by community leaders and all people of conscience. If you're feeling that sadness and that anger, it's not only understandable, it's right. Can you believe it? All of Lake Street burned from Calhoun to the Mississippi. Everything. And it still looks like bleep for the most part. And it got to the point, I remember this, where all sorts of local talking heads were on local news saying, where are you? Step in and do something. It took well, how many days for the National Guard to finally get here? It would be somewhat redeeming, somewhat, to go back to that third precinct building and say, this is our third precinct. That would be somewhat redeeming, but they don't have that ability there. They don't have that ability. They can't see that because they're the weight of their conscience right now is not with law and order. The weight of their conscience is appeasing people who feel 
that they've been disenfranchised. All of this just solidifies our opinion. I think all of us have this opinion, regardless of whatever political aisle you happen to be allegiant to. They only care about one thing, keeping votes in their favor and remaining in office. And that, and you hear that time and time again with both Fry and Walls. I, I, I'm prepared to say I think Walls is the worst thing that's happened to this state. Ever. I really do. I mean, you look at this state, the condition it's in, the money that's going to be required to prop up the nonsense he's fomented. Uh, I think he's the worst thing that's ever happened to this state. Has any governor in the history of this state successfully divided the people uh, in the way that Walls has? No. I, I No. We're further apart than we've ever been. John, it's time you weighed well, in. Well, I was going to say what's interesting about that is he is universally loved outside of Minnesota by Democrats. And I don't know if you guys saw last week, he was appointed the head of the Democratic Governors yep. Association I in the United that. States. I saw uh, that. Yeah. Yep. Shocking. Which is uh, interesting, <laughs> to say the least. Well, how quick will he be done with us then? That means he's probably got one foot out the door. Well, he, ha- he, he, he has higher aspirations, and I don't think the warnings can be strong enough. I don't think people will care that we send out a warning. I don't think they care. We're running into that apathetic problem here in Minnesota. I think the one thing about this film that, you know, and you and I disagree on stuff on occasion, but the way that Walls and Fry both treated the aftermath of this, mm-hmm. it's... I not even incompetent. It's more than that. It, it was evil. Okay, I'll, I'll go with evil. I won't argue with that. Just that ridiculous. first night of protesting, where they basically peacefully marched from 38th and Chicago down to the third precinct. They went to, right down 38th, one block from my house. We watched it all play out. That's when he should have called the National Guard, secretly got them into place off site and had them in a state of readiness because it progressively got more insane every single day after that Mm -hmm. until the freeways were closed and it was just a disaster on every level. And we haven't even been talking about what was going down in St. Paul and hats off to the police chief there. They handled it way better uh, than Minneapolis did. And it was really interesting listening to the uh, St. Paul side on the scanner that night because they weren't taking any S from anything, anybody. And they were stopping all these little violent protests as soon as they cropped up. And Joe, do you remember the roadblock they had on the Lake Street Bridge? Mm-hmm. Yes. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. They just turned everybody around. Mm-hmm. That was the outgoing chief. Yeah, he was a good that guy. Was, um, Axtell. Todd Axtell. Yeah. Todd Axtell. Yeah, yeah. yeah and... Um, uh, he, he, it was he or one of his subordinates under him, I distinctly remember him um, telling his officers to tell dispatch word for word what they were hearing on the street. So you had all these officers saying the most awful things I've ever heard in my life to dispatch just to get it on the record. Mm-hmm. Uh, awful things really, meaning what they were dealing with. What they were going to do to the officers, what they were going to do to Target. There was a big protest that went down on University and Snelling and all those shops there. And um, um, the, um, the police chief had these little, uh, I don't know, hotspot groups 
where it'd be two cars with uh, four officers in each car. And they they had a bunch of these and they were just bopping around from hotspot to hotspot to hotspot, shutting stuff down. It was amazing to listen to. But he made it very clear. Tell us, tell dispatch what you're hearing. And then you could hear the you could hear it anyway through the radio every time they click their radio on. So long as the uninformed continue to vote for Fry and Walls, this state will never recover. It will never recover. I just don't understand how anybody in South Minneapolis could have voted for Fry. I don't either. After what they lived through. They were cowering in their homes, peeking out from the blinds. And if that abandoning the third precinct doesn't tell the voter anything, I don't know what should or they what had, will. Joe, they had neighborhood meetings where mm-hmm. the, the, the people of the neighborhood would gather at a park building, and, and they were told, go to your house, lock the doors, stay inside, don't come out. Mm-hmm. What, the, what the hell? What is that? And hasn't it felt since May 25th, 2020, Hasn't it felt different? Oh, God, yes. In in the Twin Cities, hasn't it felt different? Very tense. Well, not only that, but it used to be, hell, you guys know this. I worked downtown every weekend for five years leading up to that weekend. It was fun. It was vibrant. As recently as the the final four weekend, which was the previous, a year previous April, it was fun. It was, it was, there was a reason. And after this, it's empty. It's soulless. And that fuse lit what powder keg? What was happening? And you all want to say it's COVID. Uh, I certainly wouldn't disagree that that's part of it. But something was waiting to explode. And if it's a if it was systemic police brutality, why wouldn't we have had this explosion ten years ago, fifteen years ago? Would you agree with the Justice Department, uh, their report on the Minneapolis police or not? Because I, certainly if if you agree with part of that, you have to believe systemic racism on the part of the police department would be part of it. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes, but I also think the Justice Department is working under the cloud I described earlier, where there is a great penance attempting to be performed in this country by particularly leftists who continue to treat people of color as less than. And they're going to find problems and and point them out. I think the Minneapolis has to work under that judicial review, don't they? They, Yes, they do. And uh, they can't even, they can't even hire anybody. There's nobody to hire. Nobody wants that gig. What, what what's your theory about racism within police departments? Do you think that white police officers join the force and they're already racist and they really just want to knock some heads around and beat up some black people and put them in jail? Or do you think they come about that racism after years and years and years of dealing with gang members and liars and just the evil side of society, and they happen to be black. I think that I don't necessarily think they come to racism after years and years and years. I think what they come to is uh, uh, 
what do they come to? I heard from somebody. They come yeah. to a kind of bitterness yes. that that would manifest itself in ways that appear to be racist. C- a cynicism where... Yes, yeah, cynicism. Yes. They've heard it all, and they're sick of hearing it. And, okay. And I also think, Kenny, there is, always has been, and unfortunately always will be, a percentage of bad cops. And unfortunately, because of that, the people that hate bad cops more than anybody are good cops. Right. There was the report also, I'm looking at it now because I remember we used this story a couple years ago, where at least 14 states, uh, large numbers of militia and white supremacist members are law enforcement uh, large numbers large numbers yeah meaning 10 percent you know yeah, one of 10, I, I remember that story yeah okay but with all of that behavior how do we get to break the chain to say oh, all right we need to do something we've got a new brand of cop now that's being hired mm-hmm. that it will be diversity trained and all that other stuff what about the compliance part why does everybody that's going to be arrested, why do they want to have somebody film them, uh, become an overnight sensation, look for the payoff, look for... There was a, you bring up an interesting point. There was an interesting segment in the film where they were talking to some cops who had uh, made an arrest at about two in the morning of a, a black motorist mm-hmm. who clearly was under the influence of drugs. And the motorist said to the cops, I'm going home. You're not going to arrest me. I'm going home. And the cops began to get him out, take him out of the car. And they began to think, this is post Floyd. Mm-hmm. And they yep. began to think, well, wait a minute. What if this guy gets hurt or dies? I'm going on trial. For, yep. Because of this stop, I'm going to go to prison. Yeah, and, and and the police officer said it was a a large gentleman that they were dealing with, so yes. it, was not a, it wouldn't have been an easy uh, arrest. Right. Or, or now, whatever. what was the upshot of that? Do we know? Did they let him go? Uh, he they let him go. The, I the think they let, said, him go. they let him go. And what if he would have gone two miles down the road, run into somebody, and killed him under the influence? They'd still go to jail. Yep, they'd be liable. <sighs> he wouldn't be at fault because he was under the influence. That's why we've gone from 882 officers down to 512 officers in Minneapolis. Because civil, uh, moral, and ethical integrity has to be expected the same of all people. And you've got the likes of Fry and Walls who excuse it for segments of people. That can't work. It's like equity. Equity doesn't work. It can't coexist with freedom. It, it, it's it's physically impossible. It's scientifically impossible. My garage door guy is the whole family. Okay? I just want you to know that. The whole family can be a guy. So the number in my telephone closet is the number for garage door of the Twin Cities and Western Wisconsin, but I'm not in Western Wisconsin. See? So I want the Twin Cities part. They serve the metro in Western Wisconsin. They don't sure... Chur- Churn. They don't churn any butter. They don't they charge anymore for weekend visits. And <laughs> they do they everything. Did, yeah. They do it from the door <laughs> to the rollers to the springs, you name it. And they're looking for people. They're growing. They're successful. They're competent. They need uh, 
They need garage door installers. They need uh, garage door technicians. They, they need warehouse inventory associates. If you want to work and work for a great company, check out Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities. They pay, pay well with great benefits. These are good people, an equal opportunity employer, and their employees stay because they appreciate the excellent work that they get to perform. Uh, it's precisiondoormn.com or call them and meet them to see if you're a good fit. Get it? Garage door fit. I see. If see. You're a good fit. Call Precision Garage Door of the Twin Cities at 612-263-6985. Chris, look what I just grabbed so I don't forget them tomorrow. Good. <laughs> Although I probably will anyway. Please don't. I won't. I'll stick them in my bag as soon as we're done. Joe, you still want news tomorrow? Be sure. They're, they're not going to be the whole show tomorrow. Okay. I'll show you where you can stick it. <laughs> you know, if it was closer to Christmas, they could be the whole show, but this is basically doing <laughs> Stephen C. a favor to promote his cathedral yeah. thing. Yeah. Why um, is the show so early this year, I wonder? Why? I don't know. Oh, never mind. Why do him a favor? No, you know, no, not that. I, I think we absolutely should. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't think it was him, us doing him a favor. I thought it was the opposite, actually. Well, whatever. Um, Pat's um, dad's mom. <laughs> that'd yeah. be your grandmother. And my dad's mom. That'd be your grandmother. Forty-five minutes out of that, at least. No, I don't want 45. Uh, Back it up to the pay window. Uh, how about, oh, go ahead. Sorry, Ken. Is, or is it, where'd yeah, he go? He's just over here. How about the Reverend McAfee at the funeral? On behalf of the pastors and the preachers from and Minneapolis, St. Paul. And the Bloods. And the Bloods on the south side, the gangster disciples <laughs> and vice lords on the north side. Here's Psalms 27. I didn't understand that. I, I, is he that stupid? Yes. That, how blatant is that? Just basically saying we stand with crime. What is Psalms 27 anyway? I don't About know. that whole kingdom thing. He <laughs> Got that whole kingdom thing yeah. going. Hey, strangers. I dig your style too, man. I dig that psalm, man. Psalm, oh, wow. Sam. It's, re psalm. it's really long, Kenny. Hide not thy face far from me. Put not thy servant away in anger. Thou hast been my help. Leave me a not. Very pretty girl Ooh. from my hometown referred to it as a psalm. A psalm. A psalm. Take me, oh God, my salvation. Oh, that's very pretty. That's she was very pretty. Did she know uh, about maps? Oh, yeah. It was very on par with. <laughs> I think that, what was it? College. A lot Americans. of people such as. A lot of people. What did she say at the very beginning? Something Americans. Uh, Amer oh, yeah. Something. American people. No. People. Right, Carolina, right? Yeah, a lot she of people. Was, she was a Miss Teen contestant. Recent polls have shown a fifth of Americans can't locate the U.S. on a world map. Why do you think US this Americans. is? U.S. Americans. U.S. Americans. I personally believe that U.S. Americans are unable to do so. <laughs> Because uh, some 
people out there in our nation don't have that. And uh, I believe that our education, like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq, everywhere like such as. I believe that they should, uh, our education over here in the U.S. should help the U.S. uh, or should help South Africa and should help the Iraq and the Asian countries. She better marry Rich. I got to tell you what. We just inadvertently discovered why people like Walls stay in office. That's right. (laughs) And I will say this. If I was a judge in that contest, she would have gotten a 10 out of 10. (laughs) Absolutely, honey. I believe I think if I was a judge in that contest, I would have said, get your ass off this stage. (laughs) That's the difference between you and me. Bob and Ray. (laughs) Spell tat. Yeah, Yeah, spell (laughs) tat. And they helped me. Uh, K-E-T. Dang, what was her name? She was a smoke show. Carol uh, Wayne. Can we do this? Yep. <laughs> Carol Wayne. Kenny, I'll take uh, Maple Grove from you here. Um, did you, sweet did you really ever read about Carol? Apparently she no. was quite intelligent in real life. And then she, well, like that part, she had to be to do that bit. Yeah. Apparently uh, she was very troubled, though. Oh. Miss Carol Carolina? A lot of drugs. A lot of, a lot lot of, of drugs. drugs. Very lonely, you know. Boy, that's a shame. That's That would have been. Nope. Ready? <laughs> no, yes. <laughs> oh, when you come to a fork of the road, take it. Okay, Ken, here we go. Slossum, cut off. Cut off your slossum. <laughs> All of that and more. You cannot <laughs> stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Maple Grove Lock and Safe, the Midwest headquarters for Liberty Safes. Pop onto uh, maplegrovelockandsafe.com, see the entire Liberty lineup. You already know the basics. Made right here in the United States of these Americas. Uh, American, U.S. <laughs> US Americans America. right here, I believe. Uh, uh, they're made right here in the U.S. Liberty Safes, transferable lifetime warranties, the best fire protection you can get. And Rich, our guy there at uh, MGLS, offers professional delivery and installation. If you're looking for an amazing gift uh, for a loved one, this is it. Check out the Liberty Safe lineup, Maple Grove Lock and Safe. They're at 6901 Fish Lake Road and right there on the web, maplegrovelockandsafe.com. John, before you begin, I think we should say that uh, if you have not seen the fall of Minneapolis, it's very accessible. You just go to the Alpha News site, for example. I will link it to the Garage Logic page. Or you can just Google it. You don't have to pay or anything. You just hit the button. There you have it. You just make make up your own mind. Promise all your hopes and dreams and your aspirations in America will be dashed. And here's John Height. Yes. Uh, thanks for that intro, Kenny. And <laughs> in the news, by the way, this news brought to you by North American Banking Company. Uh, you probably didn't know this, but did you know it's election day for a portion of Dakota County today? I, I did not know that. I did know that, John. Residents decide who will fill a vacant Minnesota House seat. The special election is for House District 52B, which opened up when Ruth, Ruth Richardson resigned from her seat in September. Bianca Vernig won the DFL special primary over several candidates last month, while Republicans are backing Cynthia Lundquist and Libertarians put forth Charles Kuglens. The seat represents Mendota and parts of Mendota Heights and Egan. Polling places open until 8 o'clock. 
Thankfully, no serious injuries when a semi-truck crashed into a White Bear Lake dentist office Monday afternoon. It happened shortly after one in the afternoon just off of White Bear Avenue and Interstate 694. White Bear Lake police say the semi was headed west on the interstate, took the exit, and then crossed all lanes of White Bear Avenue before hitting White Bear dentists. Ooh. It's not clear why. However, part of the semi did end up in the office. Police say the driver of the semi and two people inside the office taken to a hospital with what police considered non-life-threatening injuries. The office is in a building occupied by several other companies, including a Starbucks. Workers at the Starbucks said they felt the building shake when the crash happened. Because of the location of the crash, the Starbucks drive-in was closed off as authorities worked to remove the semi. It took about six hours using multiple tow trucks and a crane to get the trailer and remove the truck from the building. Uh, today, a semi-related to what we've been talking about, Minneapolis, oh. City, Minneapolis City leaders will announce the changes that are now being made after a report found problems with the way they handled the civil unrest in 2020. They're expected to outline the changes, which include the city's police department at the Committee of the Whole meeting, which begins, uh, as we record this, in about an hour at City Hall, 1.30 in the afternoon. The changes are happening as Mayor Fry has previously said the city will be ready for the next time that, in his words, something goes down. And after an outside agency found city officials failed to provide necessary leadership and no communication during that 10-day stretch in May and June of 2020. Uh, Fry, the last time he talked about this, added that significant training has gone into making sure city employees understand who's in charge, as well as duties and roles during an emergency situation. Those changes also include how Minneapolis police handle protesters during civil disturbances, including the use of less lethal munitions. Uh, the city and Fry hamstringed the police department on how they reacted to this protest. Um, they made them hold back. They wouldn't even let them put their riot gear on. They threw them under the bus. Uh, and, and by the way, this drive to dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department, the city council, the mayor, little Jeremiah Ellison, that little crook, they won. They absolutely won. There's 512 officers, not enough to... Um, That's more than 300 short. 380 oh. gone. So they won. Crime yeah. and the gangs won. Yep. They run that town. And as you watch this film, if you watch it, the scene where they are trying to evacuate the third precinct mm -hmm. is about as scary a part of a movie as you'll see yep. uh, in the last couple of years. Uh, preparations got underway Monday, so construction and renovation can begin on the Minnesota State Office Building. We've talked about this. The project has been the source of controversy because of the $730 million price tag, $500 million for construction, and up to $230 million in interest on the bonds. Site preparations began yesterday with concrete barriers put in place to block off a parking lot, light poles taken down where the building will be expanded, and markings to show how far the new building will extend. A governor, any balls at all, what is said, we're not going to do that. We don't need it. Period. Later this, set up balcony. 
Later this week, crews will begin removing trees on the site. Inside the building, movers began hauling away files and office furniture from the Secretary of State's office. They have to move now because they have a lot of work to do ahead of the 2024 election season. They need to be in temporary quarters at the Veterans Service Center building south of the state capitol. All 134 Minnesota House members with offices in the building will move after the 2024 legislative session ends in May. They expect to have all this done by 2026. The governor's a eunuch. Uh, don't insult women by calling him a woman. He He's a eunuch. I didn't call him a woman. I said if he had balls, he would have stopped yeah, this. He, he doesn't have any. He's smooth down there, like Ken Doll. Jesus. <laughs> no, he, he is. He, he, he has nothing. The, uh, the, the woman... <laughs> It's tough to read news sometimes after the woman who has led Minnesota's office down men- there like a Ken doll. Like I wasn't making a joke. I was absolutely. Well, no, it was funny. It's not, it's not meant to be funny. <laughs> well, it was. It's, it's the truth. Yep. The woman who has led Minnesota's uh, office of medical cannabis. Kenny's the only guy I know can make a joke and then yell at us because we laugh at it. Right. <laughs> not a joke. Well, I believe it was Kelsey that sent us the report, you guys, of the rise in testicular injuries in women's sports mm-hmm. the last couple of years. <laughs> and that's I believe it's up about 7 million percent. Yeah. Yeah. The woman who's led Minnesota's Office of Medical Cannabis since 2019 will step down at the end of this week. Medical Cannabis Director Chris Folks submitted her resignation. <laughs> no, this, no, is, this is different now. This is, this is oh, medical. This is the medical director. I'm sorry. Uh, so uh, he's, she's been there five, read about that. five years she's been there, Chris. And uh, now, as you sort of hinted at there, we'll be looking for the heads of two different marijuana outfits in the state government, both the medical and the recreational slash legal marijuana. Uh, Bad news, Joe. One of the last typewriter repair shops in the state is closing this month. Mm. Mark Soderbeck, owner of Vail Typewriter Company in Richfield, is retiring. I don't blame him. Soderbeck says some of the stuff you can't fix if you don't have a part, and I've run out of parts of certain models. Mm-hmm. Soderbeck remembers a time when typewriters ruled the office and the home, but by the mid-90s, he said the computer age moved in. Typewriters quickly became out of date. The business almost went away. We lost 80% of the business in about three years. It just plummeted. He now only repairs a handful of typewriters a week, mostly for collectors. Soderbeck even was gifted a typewriter from actor Tom Hanks, who's a big typewriter collector. Soderbeck says it's at home now. It's got Hanks' signature on it. My kids and grandkids will get it. It'll never go anywhere. I have two Olivetti Letter of 32s. That's what I took on the road. I wish I had a Selectric. I loved my Selectric. Matthew, do you remember the um, typewriters that John McDougal had in the newsroom up on Highway 61? Young man. Yes, they they only They only typed in uppercase letters. You could not get small case out of those uh, machines. No, those those were really good machines, though. So it looked like you were always angry. Yes. It was (laughs) so you could see the words. Yeah, it was for typing copy, news copy. Do you know what that shopkeeper didn't do? Hmm. Evolve. Well, <laughs> well, you know, he was still back in the game. They could come back. You. They could come back. We might know a guy. Right. <laughs> why don't we? Uh, I have why don't we take a break? 
I got one. I don't know what it is, though. It's in the back of a closet somewhere. But they're not. Yours aren't electric, are they? Oh, God, uh, no. Joe? No. Yeah. No. Which is the one that you threw at the silver? That dome? was a computer. Oh, that I have electric. one I didn't from. Throw uh, it. it slipped. I have <laughs> one from slipped. the 30s. Uh, that thing must weigh 30 pounds. It is so oh, heavy. I used to have an old Royal from the 30s. Yeah. yeah. We had an old one at the house growing up. I wonder who got it. One of my brothers, probably. Anyway, why don't we take a break? Where's the party? You know, these are great stories. It's just really sad that they're not being professionally recorded (laughs) at mysoundstory.com. That is a segue, my friend. Yes, Christmas is a couple of weeks away. If you're looking for something other than an ugly sweater or tie, Sound Story is a professionally produced hour-long conversation in which you or one of your loved ones is interviewed by your choice of one of our professional interviewees. Hopefully, it's going to be me. It's a conversation that includes their experiences growing up. With Sound Story, you or your loved one's voices and their stories are safe for your family forever. And you and your siblings go in on a gift certificate for your parents. Get them a Sound Story gift certificate at mysoundstory.com. For a limited time, the promo code FLASHLIGHT, you get 10% off that Sound Story gift certificate. So it'll be something that you will never regret giving, but it's a gift everyone in your family will love. Go to mysoundstory.com, enter pro- co- promo code FLASHLIGHT to get this holiday special of 10% off a gift certificate for Sound Story. It's a great idea, and it's totally new. Promo code flashlight, mysoundstory.com. Sound story for you, for them, forever. Masonic is the last one? Yes, sir. Okay. Masonic. I got to go to another wake. Uh, too many people are dying. Who went down Ooh. now? Yikes. Terry Cullen. Did you know Terry? Yeah, Cullen? Yeah. How old? 70. Wow. Mike, thank you for Caitlin Upton's Wikipedia. Caitlin and Charlie didn't make it. They were married in 2016. Who? Miss Carolina. Southern Carolina. Carolina. She, they got divorced already. 2019. Oh, what, what's her name? This dummy. Caitlin Upton. I don't and know if she's related to Kate Upton though. What is she up to now? Um, <laughs> she's a model, right? She was a contestant on The Amazing Race in 2010. <laughs> what year was it that she was a dummy? 2007. Hmm. I used to be a dummy. She's now in real estate in Brentwood, Los Angeles. How would you like to buy a house from that moron? I think like what you should do is look at like the bathroom. Yeah. Isn't isn't Brentwood where OJ lived? Brentwood's upscale. She and Charlie have two children. Oh. Really? But they're divorced? They are. They didn't make her. 2019. Well, it must have taken him about two weeks to figure that out. <laughs> No matter how pretty she is, someone's, someone's tired of tired listening of to her sh- yep. stuff. Mm-hmm. Or no, what is it? Someone's sick of putting up with her. Well, how could she even function as a human being? I think, like, you should buy, like, this house. Because, like... The Iraq. <laughs> the, Iraq. the Iraq. She was just good. saying words she'd heard mm-hmm. and didn't know what they meant. And 
Oh, she said just... she said she panicked. Well, yeah. you know, come on, let's cut her some slack, guys. Well, you know what? We've all been in audio corner. Oh, Chris, you you have such a big heart. I've never been in an audio <laughs> corner that bad. Do, do you oh, should question? we roll the tape? Well, okay, you're roll. talking about doing an ad. Do you, um, <laughs> can you cue that up to the question, Chris, and then have Matthew answer it? Uh, well, the, the question is the very beginning of the soundbite, I believe. Right, right. right. I want to hear the question, and, and then I want to hear, hear Matt's answer. I want to hear Matthew uh, respond. <laughs> do we want to do it for the council or on the show? No, we're going to do it on the show. All right. On the show? Yeah. Young man. Young man. Remember, yes, you, you, you're you better than Kamala. Let's see if you're better than this fruitcake. Are we okay. ready to go? Yeah. I am going to do Hofferman water. Good. <laughs> the earth is not your mother. The Joe Suchere Show. I think that, like, U.S. Americans should get better, like, water service. Sorry. Where do you get that? Hofferman Water and Connecticut Rookie, to be exact. Hoffermanwater.com. That is their website. I've been a customer of Hofferman for almost seven years now. Holy cow. Uh, it's made an amazing difference in the quality of my water, and it will for you as well. So here's the deal. Just get on the schedule right now for that free water analysis. Hoffermanwater.com or give them a call at 952-894-4040. It's going to cut down on your salt usage. It's going to protect your appliances. You know all of that already, but it is going to make an amazing difference in the quality of your drinking water, your cooking. Everything's going to improve with Connecticut and Hofferman, so give them a call today. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please do us a favor and mention that you heard about it here on the Garage Logic podcast. Well, for some reason, we've stumbled over this old clip of is it a Miss Teen Carolina Miss contest? Southern Carolina, Caitlin Upton. Caitlin she, Upton. She was going for Miss U.S. And I'm not, yes. I'm not cutting her any slack for being a teen. She was an idiot. Now let's see if uh, rookie uh -huh. can answer the question. Just just do the question, but don't have her answer. All right, here we go. Recent polls have shown a fifth of Americans can't locate the U.S. on a world map. Why do you think this is? Well, I think, first of all, uh, you should not test young children. Um, the world <laughs> is such a large um, planet and such. There's a lot of water that surrounds many different countries that could possibly look alike. So depending on the angle and such that these young children who have just come from South Africa or North Dakota, wherever they're coming from, they really need to know where to find the map because it should have a big red X on the end, wherever the treasure is buried. Now, if they're using maps that are built before the 1960s, that did not include climate change, um, colors of the map, and the little bumps that they have and such. So, you, uh, you should teach your children, uh, the U.S. Americans, um, where they can right. find the maps. Thank you, Caitlin. I'm not done yet. And I know. Such. So you and put so it over that, there. Below. As bad as that is, it was still better than her. Yeah. Yes. And yesterday's positive report card shows <laughs> children's do learn. They do learn. Children's children's do God, learn. they do learn. That is a and sad thing, though, that they can't point out the right. U.S. on a map. That's right. Well, that's why Caitlin was pointing it who, out. Who can't point them out? You U.S. Americans, U.S. Right. Americans, U.S. Americans. In uh, other news, the field of candidates on stage but, for the okay. 
Let me play the role, of John. Is she let saying me... you as Americans or U.S. Americans? U.S. Americans. Uh, Chris, why don't you update us on that young lady named Caitlin Wait a Caitlin second. Wait, a, wait, wait, wait. I, I, she's not wrong. I've been I mean, saying that the whole time. We have U.S. <laughs> Americans. We have you. Uh, we have Canadian Americans. Mm-hmm. We have Mexican Americans. Well, what I mean, am I? A U.S. American? You would be a U.S. American. Yeah. Because you're an American. That lives in the United States. That was 2007 when this poor thing stumbled. Where, where is she now? Give us an update. Caitlin, thank you to Mike for sending me the Wikipedia page. Caitlin found love in the form of Charlie oh, McNeil. Right. They have two children. They were married in 2016. Unfortunately, the happy couple only made it to 2019 where oh, they gosh. did divorce. Oh. She appeared in season 16, Rookie of the Amazing Race. I remember that. Uh, where she placed third with yeah. her then boyfriend, Brent. Uh, I don't know. How Whatever. That last Chris. Um, she is currently selling real estate in Brentwood, Los Angeles. Uh, Chris, yeah, who can find it? Yeah. Who was forced to take the kids? Because, you know, neither one of them wanted. Them. That's a good point, Kenny. Um, I'm not sure. But she did sign a deal with Donald Trump's modeling agency in New York City in 2008. Eight, it looks like. That would have been a year after her disastrous stage appearance. And she also appeared in Weezer's uh, music video, Pork and Beans, which really? was released in May of 2008. So did uh, did Don grab her in the Pork and Beans? Or uh, have they, <laughs> no. have they never know, met? I don't think I was, they've met uh, Ken. I, I was trying to get right. to a joke there, too, Kenny, and I just didn't know how. Yeah. <laughs> I think you guys all owe Caitlin an apology. I'm never well, apologizing to I'm, Caitlin. You can't apologize to her because it's her and people like her. Uh, they're the reason why Walls is running the state of Minnesota. Well, if I bought a house from her, I'd be nervous. Right. That there would be something that she didn't cover. Brentwood's nice. That's hoity-toity, isn't That's it? That's a nice area. Yeah. John, yeah, you have news? I do. The other interesting, I'm still reading about her here. Interesting. Oh. Uh, Charlie, her the husband, was a, her personal trainer. That's how they met. Oh. So, and then they divorced oh, three years later. Come on in for some oh, yeah. yeah. We're not quite there yet. All right. Yeah. We're Let me hold you here. Do a little extra, right. extra time. And, uh, do some more reps here. Yeah. In other news, the field of field of candidates on stage for the fourth Republican presidential debate will be the smallest yet. There will be four hopefuls taking part tomorrow night at the Moody Music Hall at the University of Alabama in Tuscaloosa, according to the Republican National Committee. To qualify for the fourth debate, candidates needed at least 6% support in two national polls or 6% in one national poll, as well as two polls from four of the early voting states. Uh, here's who'll be taking part tomorrow: Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, Vivek Ramaswamy, and Chris Christie. New disturbing video from the Russian-Ukrainian war is causing calls for a war crimes investigation. Video shows Ukrainian soldiers surrendering, coming out of a trench with their hands on their head, falling on their knees to surrender. They are then shot dead by Russian soldiers. The Ukrainian army spokesman said the men were surrendering because they had run out of ammunition. The aerial video is undergoing investigation for evidence of war crimes by the Ukrainian president, uh, uh, Ukrainian prosecutor's general's office. Uh, Russia has not immediately commented on the incident. How could you possibly live with yourself if you were one of the people pulling the trigger there? I, I just don't understand. They're Russians. Uh, they're liars and thieves. And Yeah, you, you think there'd be... Go ahead, John. Have you read any of the breakdowns of, of the tape of what happened 
when when the Hamas folks attacked Israel. Yes. It's it's oh disturbing. Disturbing as hell. I and, and that's watching. Yeah. How could you live with with you yeah. know, how can you rape way? how can you rape in that situation? Are you in some weird extended yeah. state of arousal? There's something how does no that idea. how does that even happen? Yeah. Uh, in Gaza, Israeli troops are fighting in the heart of southern Gaza's largest city, according to a military commander, in some of the heaviest fighting of the two-month war. After days of warning civilians to leave the city, Israeli forces stepped up their attacks overnight. Intense bombing heard early Tuesday from inside Nasser Hospital, the city's largest hospital. Man accused of killing three homeless men in Los Angeles and another man in San Dimas, California, over a four-day span last week, has now been formally charged with murder, set to appear before a judge. 33-year-old Jared Powell charged with four counts of murder and one count of residential robbery and one count of being a felon with a firearm. He faces special circumstances also for allegedly committing multiple murders and murder in the course of a robbery. The suspect appeared before the judge yesterday. On Saturday, L.A. investigators say that Powell was the suspect linked to a series of killings that took place between November 26th and November 29th when he allegedly shot three men who were either sleeping in the street or in an alleyway in different parts of L.A. Then on November 28th, Powell allegedly followed Nicholas Cymbalin into his garage, robbed him of his belongings, and shot and killed him. The Pentagon has investigated 183 instances of what they're calling extremism in military ranks, according to a new report, including 78 cases of troops advocating for or engaging in or supporting the overthrow of the U.S. government. The U.S. military has a well-documented extremism problem, according to folks who look at this. People with extreme political ideologies have long used the military as a place to recruit and train new talent. A lot of neo-Nazis have turned out to be former Marines, according to Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin. The problem of extremism in the military is not new, according to the report. A 2020 Military Times poll survey of over 1,600 active duty subscribers said a third of them had witnessed signs of white nationalism or racism among their fellow troops. The list of pending criminal cases involving extremists with military backgrounds is a long one, according to authorities. What did people search online in 2023? Uh, I don't know, I John. Christmas gifts? Uh, no, they didn't. Uh, but we might have some breaking news here, Kenny. I haven't seen this. Did he pass away? Oh, um, we'll play. You, we'll play your quiz. You look it up. You can deliver the news. Okay, sounds good. I, he was very. He's been very sick. Uh, that's a tease, I guess, huh? Uh, English, English Did Wikipedia guy. No, English Wikipedia raked in more than eighty-four billion views this year, and uh, here's what we uh, we looked for online. Number one, Chat GPT. Oh. Anybody search that? Uh, I did not. No, but I, I'm afraid to. The second most read article on Wikipedia in 2023 was the annual list of deaths. So celebrity deaths. And uh, the most celebrity deaths looked for Matthew Perry and Lisa Marie Presley. Didn't oh. either one. And I'm since this... Funny. Since this involves uh, English-speaking countries, it includes Australia and uh, cricket ranks very highly on this list. Cricket World Cup. Is something that was looked up? Yes. Uh, really? There's different cricket. articles about the Indian Premier League and the... Uh, why is Wikipedia... <laughs> why are they always begging for money? Who, cricket No, Wikipedia no. is always oh, begging know. for money and laying the guilt trip on you like, like it's your mom or something. Yeah. Uh, and I, you got to know that 
you can't use Wikipedia for anything political or current events no. because no. it's all run by either extreme side. Huh. It's like a fact. I'm I'm padding here, John. Are you good? I, I'm good. Yeah. Okay. okay. You know, oh, you you want me to look up what you asked me about? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. You yeah, keep you up. keep padding. Okay. Um. And here's what I've also learned: fact checking right. websites, they cannot be trusted, especially if they're owned by Meta, M E T A. No matter what they say, Ain't even if Zuckerberg, it, even if it agrees with your point of view, don't trust it. Fact-checking websites are liars and they're corrupt. Thank you. John, are we okay now? Yeah, and some breaking news. Uh, it's a rock and roll death. Denny Lane, the British singer, guitarist. Denny best, Lane. Yeah. Blues. He has passed away and Wings, of course. And he was wings. With wings for years. Uh, he had a long battle with lung disease. I had known about this only because in the last two months, they've had several concerts for him in L.A., uh, raising some money for him. Uh, he was 79 years old. He was with the Moody B uh, Blues only uh, for an album. Uh, he was the lead singer of their first big hit here in America, Go Now, mm -hmm. which sounds a bit different than their other stuff, as you probably have noticed. And uh, he then joined Paul McCartney and Wings. He was a guitarist and a singer for that band also. And uh, Paul, as he was wont to do, would let uh, Danny write a song now and then. So there'd usually be one Danny Lane song on all the Wings album. He toured they, with them. They did uh, You Better Go Now. As I'd the wings, go now. No, no, go now was the Moody Blues. I understand, but Denny Lane did that song when he was with Wings. Oh, live, you mean? Oh. Yes, yes. Oh, okay, I did not yeah. know that, but yeah. there you go. Uh, but he would uh, be allowed usually to write one song and sing it on each Wings album. So, uh, Denny no. Lane, like Ringo, was he did living in LA? <laughs> I believe he was still in England, it looks like to me. Um, I, I cannot verify that at the moment. Smoker. Hmm. Yeah, well, uh, there's uh, some other kinds of smoking going on in the wings in the 70s, too. So That's he true. Yeah, Wait a minute. So he was a smoker and he made it to 79? Yeah. Apparently. Uh, thinking, Kenny? Uh, I'll be right back. I'm going to run to town. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kenny, Paul smoked half of his life and then smoked marijuana the other half, and he's, Look what, 80, 81? Look at Keith. Right. I'm telling you, it's the worst decision I've ever made in my life. <laughs> How stupid. No, it's my probably God. a very good decision. All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Rookie, yeah. didn't you do an acapella version of On Eagle's Wings once? Uh, yes, down at, at the, the Eagle's, Eagles store. Museum. Yeah. Down Thank you, John. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, there's no good time of the year to die, and I suppose dying around Christmas time can result in a lot of grief and sadness for the present. family. Well... <laughs> Oh my God! Keep that receipt. <laughs> you won't get that kind of treatment from uh, Scott Mueller at Mem no. Mueller Memorial. He's got a great sense of humor, but he's a professional. But they will put you at ease because they turn these sad occasions into a celebration of lives well lived, and they'll accommodate you in any way you want to remember those who passed. They're really good at that. They're very inventive, and they're forward looking there we go in a in an industry that seems uh not necessarily intent on doing that these very uh, innovative they're very good people they're professionals and they're competent and uh, i would not hesitate to use mueller memorial mueller mortuary for any loved one i've known this family all my life they're in the third generation of taking care of people I knew Scott's dad. I knew the whole family. They lived uh, three doors down. Huh. 
three doors down. So Mueller helps you take care of the difficult details so you can spend time with your family. Find out much more at Mueller, that's U-E, MuellerMemorial.com. That's true. They also lived right below my in-laws at Chateau Gay. Sorry about that, John. I, I, no, that's fine. They sold the house and bought a whole I should have done that condo. during the break. I apologize. No, that was fine. There used to be a little red house there back in the day. There's a red house over yonder. That's where my baby stays. That's right. My baby stayed at that little red house. Red house over yonder. With an apple pie in the And then that cell. house disappeared and up went those condos. condos. Hmm. Did you see the house explosion in Arlington, Virginia? Yeah, I had that in the news. And I Holy her. balls. I skipped her. But a ball of fire hit the house, didn't it? Well, it was a guy shooting flares, right? Wasn't it a UFO? No, it was a guy inside. <laughs> UFO. Search warrant. Someone <laughs> captioned it by saying, a uh, guy reportedly was about to set to testify against Hillary Clinton. Ooh. Does the insurance Ooh. company, can they figure out if you've blown your house up on your own or it's an accident? No, I, think, I don't think they can tell. Go right ahead. Proceed. Give it a try and let us know. Yeah. A lot of people's houses blow up. You got heat in that place? Boy, do I ever. Yeah. To, oh. What do you got, Coal. I think last year it was over oil. five $5,000. You want to on oil, I bet. For natural gas? Uh, LP in the farmhouse and um, fuel oil up here. LP, is that where you got to go to town and get the tank filled? Jesus. No, there's a 500-gallon tank out back. Oh. How often do you have to have it filled, Ken? I'm on the keep full plan, so they just show up randomly. And, and bill you monthly? Top her off. Yeah, that's what the old man has at his place. They ain't never seen that. <laughs> I, I'm shocked. Yeah. <laughs> My brother has a wood burning uh, unit. We have one toilet that's flushing on its own. I got an estimate for one of those. This is an outdoor wood boi uh, boiler. Yeah. 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 You, um, you want to fix that for me? Installed oh my, my estimate last summer, twenty five thousand dollars. Holy crap! To do With what? To install a wood boiler, a wood burner. Hey, in your you backyard. got Rob's number, don't you? Text Rob. I, I'm pretty sure he got it way cheaper than that. I don't even think it cost him five, if I'm not mistaken. I, but I, but it was a while ago because he's lived there for about a decade. Now. Is Rob your brother? Yes. I think the... Andy will be calling him this spring. Yep. Just to have him up because by the time Rob left, picking up the free lawnmowers, <laughs> hell, they had the dock in, all the boats <laughs> running, all the beer was gone. Rob's a guy. Yeah. Rob's a guy if you need. In fact, I'm using him Wednesday for something. <laughs> if you need something done, you call Rob. Yeah, your fridge is going to be empty, but it's the S is going to get done. Are we ready to go here? Uh, Who yeah. has something? Rookie Masonic? has Minnesota Masonic Charities. Roland. The Earth is not your mother. The Joe Suchere Show. As you very well know, because they've been getting the message out this year, Minnesota Masonic Charities is one of the leading grant makers in the state, including 
primary support for the University of Minnesota Masonic Children's Hospital and the University of Minnesota Masonic Cancer Center, two great places. Both great institutions are leading the fight against cancer with research on the causes, prevention, treatments, and cures, and is one of the leading cancer research institutes in the nation. There's some pride. Their research on the causes, prevention, detection, and treatment of cancer has helped thousands of people. That's why they're getting the word out. Learn more about Minnesota Masonic Charities at mnmasoniccharities.org. That's mnmasoniccharities.org. I have an email. I'm looking to see if I'm not supposed to say his name or not. His name is Mark. And he writes, Joe, I've made it to your desk once before, but failed to make the cut. This one is important. This new taxpayer dope processing plant is roughly two miles from my house. My ass is chapped over it. This plot of land has been vacant since 2008. The former company closed their doors, crippling the local economy. The town has not been the same since. The area has been in a desperate need of sustainable work for years now. I am not shocked that this is what was picked. I am, however, incredibly irritated that this is what we are getting. We have been hoodwinked up here before, so I won't believe they will produce anything until I see trucks coming and going. I am certain that they will, however, spend whatever amount of money allowed to spend, regardless if they grow a plant or not. On the bright side, I read 400 union jobs will be produced to build this dump. My guess is most of those will be folks from out of town. Of course, after it is up and running, it will not take anywhere near that to operate. I actually envision giant pomp and circumstance at the ribbon cutting with the real mayor and governor, maybe some fanfare and a bunch of press for three hot plants, three pot plants. To my point, you mean to tell me that my taxes are subsidizing this project that I don't want without even asking me, all for a product I can't use. Since it's still federally illegal and I have a commercial driver's license, if I test positive, I lose my job. Quick backstory to really show the aggravation. 2020, my dual employed wife was forced out of one job due to the situations of the pandemic. I told her to file for unemployment to help supplement the income loss. It's not like the people were hiring at the time. The state approved. Ten months later, they said, just kidding. We want all our money back, including an additional $1,100 in fines. Keep in mind, they allowed it. After a failed appeal, we decided she needed a second job again, this time a retail store. Uh, Thought being, they seem to get to stay open whenever they want. A year went by, and we did our taxes, and the state concluded we didn't pay enough taxes and demands another $1,000. This year, we changed her withholdings, and after a meeting with the tax guy, he said she isn't paying enough, and we're going to have to pay it again. At least this year, it's not a giant surprise, I guess. With my property taxes going up 25% and sales tax now at 8.375%, when will this stop? The feeling of being kicked out of your house by people that don't live anywhere near you or even from this state is one of the most unsettling feelings ever. Joe, if you come up here with your clubs and the baby Ferrari, I will show you the best hardware store you have ever seen. I won't bore you with my cylinder index of over 80 at the age of 37. Ready to fight back, Mark, from up north. P.S. Tell Kenny 
I have a vintage Yamaha snowmobile question. Question. Actual vintage Yamaha, not an early 90s Yamaha question. You have my email. And he linked me to a cannabis cultivation and manufacturing facility is in the works for Grand Rapids, Minnesota. Hmm. He doesn't want any part of it. And he points out some great things. But will will our governor think of things like this when he just looks the other way when they build a new almost billion-dollar state office building? Not gonna and people out in Minnesota are suffering, trying to keep make ends meet. Remember all the tales of woe I've told you about the Department of Revenue in this state? Yes. That really, really drives that point home. I, I so understand and sympathize what him and his wife have gone through. They tell you one thing, then they turn around and tell you another and fine you for following through on their advice. And the bigger the government, the smaller the citizen. And that's the way it is for that health care program, too. What uh, Minsure, yeah. same thing. It's just a disaster. Everything the government is involved with is a disaster for the citizens. May I remind you that tomorrow, Stephen C. Anderson's coming in with his guest guitarist, Pat Donahue. You're related, I heard. Pat Donahue's dad's oh. <laughs> mom and my dad's mom were sisters. Huh. McQuillan's sisters. Uh, Pat has an original song called Goodwill. He's going to debut that on this show. John's coming in with his guitar. Uh, and this is all in advance of this week's cathedral shows that Stephen C. Anderson is having. Uh, Such were uh, they were in a, a sod house, right, out on the prairie, or was uh, that the different? The, my dad's mother was sod house. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, well, that means that Pat's grandmother. As a sister, also must have been sod house. Now, now was it a sod house with four walls, or was it a dugout? Because sometimes they dig a hole in the side of the uh, hill. I'm guessing dugout. Mm. Yeah, LP or wood burning. Do you know that uh, I, I? This has to be brought to the attention of Garage Logic, the town of Garage Logic. Isn't Lowry Hill virtually downtown? Isn't Lowry Hill? A very inner city neighborhood. It, it's right up behind Walker Art Center. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, there's film of a cougar in the yard. Oh, I saw that for the uh, house. Uh, no, uh, that uh, that has uh, gone unproven. Uh, we don't have uh, cougars <clears throat> this far uh, south. Uh, well, the fresh tracks are seen uh, in the overnight Minna, so DNR. We got cougar sightings <laughs> in in. Lowry Hill. Holy mackerel. Since 2004, there has been only one other instance of a cougar captured on camera in Hennepin County. Statewide, there were six recorded cougar observations last year, which could be paw prints, scat, road killer photos, with it likely that some of not all of those were the same cat. Uh, well, you got to, this is amazing. It's the neighborhood buzz in Lowry Hill. Yeah, they got cool. a cougar in yeah. Lowry Hill. That's amazing. I, t I told you, wolves, uh, wolves are going to be next. Hey, way to go, Ace, by the way. Remember when he was waxing poetic yesterday? Who? Who? About 
a White Bear Lake looks so good, it's like glass. I hope it doesn't snow for a while. Who said that, me? You, you oh. jinxed us, and it snows last night. Uh, that snow will be gone. Yeah, but it'll still wreck the... No, it won't. It's going to be gone Thursday and Friday. It's going to be 50 degrees. Because what happens is, like, it'll melt, and then it'll refreeze. like mirror times. Only, only because they come to us all the way from... Mirador, San Jose, Ecuador, from the Traveling Lymans. It was on this day. Joe, today is December 5th. In 1853, Henry M. Rice easily replaced Henry H. Sibley, because everyone back then was named Henry, mm -hmm. who chose not to run for re-election as Minnesota Territory's delegate to Congress. Sibley had won the office by a narrow margin in a previous election, following a heated campaign involving fur trade interests, with fur symbolized by Sibley and anti-fur by Alexander M. Mitchell, the candidate supported by Rice. On this day, 1205, Lincoln County, named for the Civil War president, was created, having been established by the legislature on March 6 and approved by vote of the people in November. Three previous attempts to rename or carve out a county in honor of Lincoln had failed to garner the requisite popular vote. Hmm. Lincoln. La, la, la. And finally, on this day. Uh, December 5th. Now, this is amazing. Can I, I don't find it in my record book for the temperatures. A snowstorm lasting until December 8th. Oh. Dropped 35 inches on Duluth and 25 inches on the Twin Cities. Wow. See, I didn't think things like that. I thought things like that only happened now. Hmm. But apparently as long ago as 1950, there was a, 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 a major, major event of nature, a climate I, uh, event. I went to my little newspapers thing because I saw that uh, coming. Yeah. And uh, all there is is a little article in the front of December 8th's Minneapolis Star, and the headline's great. It's snow, question mark. You should see Duluth. Wow. <laughs> you mean people back then, John, see if I understand this. Uh -huh. People back then just thought this is what happens sometimes? That's what it would appear. I, it's a very small, you know how the old newspapers were. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight columns across. It's a small column right in the middle. Because today, the the, the uh, people who bring us such news would be apoplectic. They would think that this is unusual, that, that such a thing can't happen, that that much snow must surely be the result of weather patterns changing as a result of evil fossil fuels. Hmm. You mean to tell me, John, that the newspaper <laughs> for December 8th in 1950 just said snow, question mark? You should see Duluth? Yeah, yeah that's all it said. And in fact, the big headline that day uh, concerned the Chinese in Korea fighting. John, so. John. The, uh, yeah, yes, sir. John, John, did you look up December 5th or December 8th? I looked up December 8th because it said that's when the snowfall ended. Look up the 7th. Look up the 7th, okay? Yeah. We can do well, that. It would have still been snowing. December 7th. Great. December yeah, it said the snowstorm lasting 7th. until December 8th, which makes the uh, presumption that it it was underway on the 7th. I see. We're on two the, days in. On the 7th, again, it's a small in the middle of the front page column. It says snow falls third day, more seen. Only consolation, moderating temperatures. 
That's it. John, wait. And, and then there's you a mean, story. John, wait. Yes. In 1950, in the middle of the snowstorm, uh-huh. it was just reported with somewhat benignly. Very benignly, yeah. Go to Very. the sixth. Go to the sixth. Go to the sixth now, okay? Let's not do every day for the rest uh, of our lives yeah. here. Huh? I mean, yeah, I got. You know, what they say on December sixth? Got to be. Uh, you November. Didn't, I didn't think this seven. happened then. Um, let's see. Uh, on the left-hand side, yep. a small thing, uh, nothing about Minneapolis, but it says Duluth gets 23-inch snowfall, snow here due to continue another day. Wow. And then there's, you know, 10 paragraphs, small paragraphs about sure. what's going on, what the temperature is, et cetera, et cetera. Joe. Uh, I reckon it's time to go. Let's go. <laughs> Ken, you want to do the fifth? No, we're, we're done. I, I can if you'd like, Joe. No, Hit the music, Chris. We're uh, done here. Actually, I need to remind the GLers about the holiday auction. It's going to be happening this Friday. The Garage Logic holiday online auction starting this Friday, December 8th through the 14th. You can save up to 70% off your retail price on some GL amazing flags? items. GL flag. No, but... There Grammy is a coffee shop mug. Five, well, if that show was still on, maybe. The five-night all-inclusive <laughs> golf vacation for two in the Dominican Republic, courtesy of Escape Ooh. With Us Vacations, yeah. a riding lawnmower, well, trimmer, and Who goes on a golf trip with tr- just two people? Huh? You and your significant other. Well, I guess Tri-State. you'd have to have a woman who played golf with you. A riding lawnmower, trimmer, and yeah, blower yeah, from yeah, Tri-State. Yeah. Bobcat, an ice fishing Coral. trip from Ballard's Resort. Three different e-bikes from EcoFun Motorsports. Ooh. A Canadian fishing trip at Fletcher's Lake Resort. Gift certificates oh, at Grand Ole Creamery. Institute of Non-Destructive <laughs> Testing. Email Joe for more information about that program. What's OsteoStrong? And OsteoStrong's 12-month membership. All of that can be yours at this is actual cool products and this not is t-shirts and hats what's, what's, and is osteo strong at gym osteo it, uh, means uh go to garagelogic.com to learn something to do with bone the bone, bone. You know, yeah bone something doctor. about Say, your bone uh, look up I osteo strong i got december 5th while you're looking that up you probably have to go fire somebody but music 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 no, no December fifth. I got Osteo. December fifth right here. There's even a picture on December fifth, Kenny. Of the snow, John? Yeah, kids cleaning a car off. Fourteen year old kid on on Oakland Avenue, wherever that is. Oh man! I bet back then he walked uphill both ways in the snow. Improving bone health and osteo strong. Yeah, I'll must be a gym or something. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Bone density. I'll be damned. Oh man, you can get sand to help you. Free sand from the city. Got three things you should know on YouTube about osteostrong. That's from newspapers.com. That's correct, yes. I gotta get that. Make sure you subscribe. Maybe I'll get that free for Christmas. You know what? I have a, a special. I can get it for you. A special. Garage Logic on YouTube and also follow us along on all of our social media channels, Facebook, Twitter, and Insta, where you can find out more about I don't know. <laughs> I'm done. What do you mean you got a special, John? How do I take uh, advantage I can, of it? I can give it as a gift to you for much less than it costs normally. Of course, what I don't you, know if I then can. I'll, then I'll pay you for it. You I was just saying, can I trust you to pay me back? Yes, though? you can. You can. <laughs> well, you're coming to studio tomorrow. That's true. Uh, you can get it. Let's see. Save thirty percent. You can get it. Forty nine ninety for six months. What do you pay? 
I pay nine. I pay ninety nine a year. Well, maybe you know what? Maybe this is not selling much of a special. It's usually uh -huh. seventy. Well, it's seventy four ninety for six months, and uh -huh. this is forty nine forty. But I thought I paid. Maybe I paid. Write off. Months. I don't know. Yeah, I write it off. Well, I, I never. So. Yeah. So, there you go. There you go, Joe. I got to do it. Can I get it's, it on my uh, my iPad? Yeah. Certainly. Yeah. As opposed it, to a computer. Do you have internet on the iPad? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. you got the Wi-Fi. There you go. Anything you can go online with, you can get it. You, you can get them. You you can get it, Joe. I'm afraid to because I will be so buried in the classified ads. It's sometimes I don't get know. Out. Sometimes at the beginning of the show, when you have me go look at something, yeah. then the rest of the show, I pretty much just ignore you guys and look at oh. all this paper. So. Oh, I think that'd be so great. <laughs> now, you say they were clearing off a car on Oakland Avenue. That could be in either city. I, I didn't know. Oakland and St. Paul. 2226 Oakland. It was a 14-year-old kid just clearing yeah. the windows. What kind of car? That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> Probably a neat I, car. I, I didn't look. Sorry. Yeah. It was covered with snow, though, so it's kind of tough to see. That's why he was brushing it off. <laughs> Oh, Joe, I'm is. ready for you. This was a Chevy Joe. country in 1950. Damn it. I'm, I'm ready for you. We discuss at length the fall yes. of Minneapolis. Yes. That's all. And then John Hayes. I've been worried about that show for two weeks. Yeah, I worried for nothing. <laughs> I got to use the quotations, though. Quotations. Do you capitalize of? In a title? No. That's why I didn't think so. I did like five hours of prep for that conversation. <clears throat> well, it was a pretty good conversation. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> John, don't forget to send me news stories. Oh, God, thank you. I'm sitting here looking at newspapers.com. See, just like Joe said. Uh, mail. What's your name again? Chris, did you get the email from the guy who pointed out that you're not full only, of S? Not only did I, Joe, uh, I also responded to him that I apologized profusely to Jim that I mentioned that Christian McCaffrey set out the Rose Bowl when, in fact, it was the Sun Bowl. So I hope he can make it through wow, the rest of his day. Did, uh, did Why you would guys... he set out the Sun Bowl? Did he play the Rose because, Bowl as a junior? Yes. Oh. Or a sophomore, because I think he came out after his junior year. I didn't know McCaffrey wanna... was with Cal Carolina. Yeah, when he was drafted. Oh, yeah. But the guys that want to nitpick about that crap, you know, okay, sorry. There's a big piece of McCaffrey today in the Wall Street Journal. It's very so, uh, interesting that that his <laughs> position, running back, is, uh, for most teams, doesn't even enter into a cap situation. It used to be it did. Yeah. When we were kids, Joe. When we the, were kids. That was the big position. Running back would have made the most money on the team. In fact, I think Adrian. Except for quarterback, I guess. Adrian's probably the last big running back contract. He got $100 million This guy makes $16 million a year, McCaffrey. And that's a pittance compared to, say, Tyreek Hill. So... The, it's the, been devalued. The point of the Wall Street Journal article is this guy's kind of a freak. He's not only a great running back, he can catch the ball, he can block, he, he can do really everything. Knows. He really is a hell of a player. Yeah. yeah. The fact that they got him was a bit disturbing last year. 
How? What do you mean? They only well, got him last one of, year. Yeah. yeah, one of the best teams in the league, and somebody in their division trades him to their division. Well, Carolina's not in uh, San Francisco's division. They used to be. They used to be. Yeah. Carolina was in the same. How could Carolina and a West Coast team be in the same division? That's the way. I don't know. How well, many draft know. choices did Frisco give Carolina? Three. Maybe someone in Carolina couldn't find their. And at what map. point in the season <laughs> last year did McCaffrey join the 49ers? Well, the trade deadline, I believe, is week seven, eight, somewhere in there. Halfway through this. So, half the year last year, he wasn't even with San Francisco? Right. I just don't want someone to email Why did I say, think he was lifelong <laughs> San Francisco? No, last year. Hey, uh, can you guys hush for a moment? I need Rook to record. Uh, I can't be quiet. I just can't. Rook, I'm rolling whenever you're ready. Okay, let me just find it. I had it. In fact, how about we have the ambiance of the crowd? I thought that was something you took to the hospital. Right. It is. (laughs) All right, I'll roll on this. Tis the season to be jolly, and if you got that Christmas tree up, but maybe there's a nice brown spot right next to it from Thanksgiving. Get rid of that brown spot. Call Zero Res. Get in touch with them. That's Time what out. I've done. Time the- I need sound story, not Zero Res. But I think I need <laughs> to have Zero Res as well. They're running a Zero Res. No, spot. I need it for my oh. show. I need sound story for my show. I don't give a damn about. <laughs> I need it because I, I need it today. Right, but I'm going to do that too because I don't have a way to send. They need a. Uh, Who's they? It's it's running on another station somewhere. I don't know if they're going to insert it. Like or in what. Duluth. I have no idea. I need a sound story. I'm going to give you zero res and a sound story. All right. I don't give a damn about KS95. I need it for my show. <laughs> All right. Wait, Wait, no, I already have a zero res recorded from you. Grant sent it to me. Seriously. Um, no, I'm not. I'm not joking. I have it right here. Yeah, right here. Listen. Just the season to be jolly, and nothing makes me jollier than a clean. Okay, home. that's fine. Yeah, that's I don't. Fine. I don't need a zero res. Right. That because Grant already put that in. Okay, because it's my. I think it's a my talk deal. So I just need sound story. Sound story. This isn't working, Chris. I'm sorry to hear that, Joe. One one thing at a time. And here we go. Who was on the council? I didn't mean I don't give a damn about KS95. I just meant in this specific instance, I don't need that for... I think I get what Plus, I saying. think somebody else advertises uh, Zero Res on KS95, not you. For real? For real? For real? Oh, they probably have their... Um... Their talent. Crisco. Yes. Sound story right or here. Des. <clears throat> Ready, bro? I am rolling. We are now in December. Christmas is just around the corner. Take care of your holiday shopping with a gift that your family will love, not just this year, but for years to come. You can do it in a matter of a couple of clicks with a gift certificate from mysoundstory.com. Sound Story, a professionally hour-long produced conversation in which you or one of your loved ones is interviewed by your choice of one of our professional interviewees, including me, the Rook. It's a conversation with their experience from childhood, school, career, the first date, whatever the case may be, you will get it with Sound Story. You or your loved ones' voices and their stories are saved for your family forever. 
That's a great deal. So forget the bad sweater. You and your siblings go in on a gift certificate for your parents and get them a sound story at mysoundstory.com. And for a limited time, enter the promo code FLASHLIGHT. You get 10% off that sound story gift certificate. Being able to check this out in a podcast interview with your grandparents is one of the best things you'll ever do. It's a gift you'll never regret giving, but it's a gift that everyone in your family will love. MySoundStory.com, promo code FLASHLIGHT, 10% off a gift certificate for SoundStory. That's the plan. Flashlight, remember Flashlight at MySoundStory.com. SoundStory, for you, for them, forever. Forever? Forever? Forever. 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 Ever, ever. Yeah, that was uh, Outcast. My baby, don't mess around. Okay, John. Sorry. Hi, yes, John. sir. I just uh, typed in newspapers.com. Uh-huh. I'm not going to do it here. I'm going to do it at home. Yes, sir. Uh, oh, I could click free trial, huh? You could do that. Let's well, do do that. You do, do you want me just to buy your thing? I mean, I can do that. Yeah, but then how how will how will it become an icon at home? Uh, how would well, I? Well, you'll yeah. you'll much about you'll you'll dial it up. I don't dial. I got the Wi-Fi. Well, the Wi-Fi. You'll, you'll do, do you that. got a color set at home? You got a color set, Joe. Um, couple. And well, here's I can try it for seven days, John. Okay. That and then uh, I'll I'll figure it out. All right, I'll, I'll figure it out. Okay, okay Rook, you're not firing anybody. I hope. No, hey, are you going out that door in the front? No, we gotta go back. Crap. Okay. Um, let's go see if you could let Mike in. Um, I, I can't gotta... log in on this, Chris. It won't take my password. I thought we did it the other day. No, we did, Chris, but it won't do it. Yeah, he's at that side door. Thanks, Rook. I have to. Uh drive to St. Paul now for an appointment for my wife. So I'm going to go. Uh, and I will be in tomorrow, 11-ish, yeah. 11-15-ish in that general right. region. And okay. I'm going to move out of here because Mike's coming. Okay. See ya. Bye, John. Bye, Council.